Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of God this morning? Amen, amen, amen. The Bible says that whenever you've done everything that you can do to stand, stand therefore on the promises of God. Amen. It also says that the race is not to the swift, but it's to those that can endure. What these verses are basically saying is, if you don't give up, if you just simply don't give up, you're going to make it, amen? If you keep on keeping on, you're going to make it. It's not what you can do, it's not how you can do it, but it's the fact that you don't give up. And for us to give up on God, for us to turn our back on Him is to basically say that God can't take care of us anymore. But my Bible says that His arm is not short. And his promise is not slack, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, 
not willing that any should perish. We're here this morning because we haven't given up, because we've made up in our mind that we're going to keep on keeping on. We're going to keep on worshiping through our pain. We're going to keep on praising him through our failures. We're going to keep on standing upon that solid rock this morning. Let's worship and let's magnify our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords today.
on, somebody, if you would, slip up your hands. Hallelujah, hallelujah, just for a moment, come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah, Lord, we invite you into this place. Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody, hallelujah.
Let's bless him. Let's praise him. He is worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be lifted up on high. Hallelujah. Praise your precious God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're gonna, I want y'all to be ready because we're going to kick that off. You will deliver in just a moment. But I just wanted to let y'all know, we're fixing to pray in just a little bit, but we're going to give a little space and opportunity for God to minister to you. Just wanted to let you know and remind you that, you know, Monday night we had our prayer meeting and uh, there was 11 different people that saw the angel, right? And then I was just told, didn't know about it, but that Sunday before Monday, Brother Chad said he saw an angel in the back right corner. Hallelujah. And as most of you know, Tuesday morning on Sister Sister Morrell's prayer call, Sister Kleinitz told her twice, the angel of the Lord is in your corner. Hallelujah. church service yesterday, Pastor Morrell was told by a minister that you will see more and more angels in your church as time progresses. And so we got nothing, we got all the things to praise God for. Come on, somebody. He will deliver. He's our provider. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Give him some praise.
feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. Ooh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Well, another thing we want to give God praise for. We've prayed and we've prayed. And I just found out that Sister Stephanie George was able to come home. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Prayer still works. Prayer still changes things. Just want to say before we give you the prayer requests. Just want to say how wonderful it is to see our guests in service today. Thank you so much for being here. I affectionately call Mama back there. Thank you for coming, Sister Donna, Lisa, Mike, and Hope. Thank you so much. I'm trying, Brother Jacob, the guest, thank you so much for coming. I can't see as far as I used to, so I apologize if I'm missing somebody, but thank you for waking up this morning with Higher Praise Tabernacle on your mind. I tell you, as we look out here, it's encouraging to see these pews being filled. Thank you so much for that. We praise God for it. Hallelujah. Last, uh, last service, we asked prayer for uh, Travis Davis. And I uh, just wanted to let you know that he is feeling better. <laughs> Hallelujah. And now his dad is in need of prayer. I believe that there's someone that needs some prayer cloths. So we have anointed these. We're going to pray over them here in just a little bit. And we have a few here. So if you are in need of a prayer cloth, we've got some here. And just wanted to say before I give you the last prayer request, if you have a need in the house and, and you need prayer, you need for the ministers to lay hands on you to pray the prayer of faith, then please come down and we will do so. But we want to send a special prayer to the young family this morning. Uh, this is the first service that they've experienced. Uh, church, I believe, without Pastor Philip Young. And so we want to send a special prayer out to them and, and their comfort and their help during this time. And of course, we have needs that are going to be on the screen here. And so, again, if you have a need, you want prayer, just come on down. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Just come on down and, and pray. And why don't we just right now just lift our hands and extend our faith with our voice to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords because He is able. He is able to deliver. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray. And let's pray sincerely. Let's pray vociferously. Come on, somebody. Let's put some passion in the prayer today. My God, in the powerful name of Jesus, the only name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. My God, we thank you for what we feel in this house. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch these knees that have been brought before you. God, that you would strengthen the people, God, who are sick and afflicted in their bodies. That you would raise them up, God, in the name of Jesus. That you would reach down, God, and take care of their situation, God. My Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you would touch the young family today. God, strengthen them this day, God, this first Sunday, God. We pray, Jesus, that you would give them comfort and help in the name of Jesus. 
many of y'all are glad to be in church today. We're going to sing a new song, and this is my first time, so y'all bear with me.
his hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Be a part of our testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. That our past has been erased. Our name has been changed. Hallelujah. Amen. Let this hand clap of praise be a part of that testimony that I am a changed man. I am a changed woman here. Amen. This morning in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank God, hallelujah, for the changing power, amen, of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. When the Holy Ghost comes in, it don't just come in to make you feel good. It comes in to change you. Amen. It comes in to make, amen, you into a new creature. Hallelujah. Amen. All of a sudden, old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. Hallelujah. Are you glad that you're new in God today? Are you glad that you're in the house of God this morning? Amen. And that you can be renewed. Amen. In the power of the Holy Ghost here today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Michaelita sent me a little note. Praise God that this lady sitting back here, I believe, is a friend that she's been talking to. Amen. Inviting to church. And we prayed. Amen. For her grandson, I think it was today, if that's right, Sister Michaelita, her grandson today. She sent me a note said, Travis went home, or Travis is at home. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we're so glad that, amen, uh, this young lady has come to be with us here today. Praise God. So glad that we could pray for her son or grandson here. Hallelujah. Good to see Dawn. And amen. And I can't remember your name. I'm sorry. I'll get it before it's over. What's your name? Who? Timothy, glad to have Dawn and Timothy back with us this Sunday. Glad to have the rest of our visitors that are here this morning, those with JB here. So glad to have y'all. Amen. Brother Jacob's family is here. Praise God. Glad to have all of y'all with us this morning and any other visitors that may be here that I may not be recognizing. Thank you for getting up this morning with coming to Higher Praise Tabernacle on your mind and on your heart today. Thank you for being here today. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I got, a, I got another note. I'm getting notes. I, I, like, I like it when I get little handwritten notes. I went in my office not long ago, and my granddaughter had a handwritten note there on my desk. And Hallelujah. I just, I just can't move it. It's sitting right there where she put it. Hallelujah. And it tells me that she loves me and that she's praying for me and all this kind of stuff. And little things like that mean a whole lot to us. Praise God. Hallelujah. But uh, Brother Mahurin sent me a little note this morning. Praise God. He says here, being an elder of the church... I feel in my spirit to say, hallelujah, to say this, amen, that we are in the year of, and he gives the Hebrew word here, it is spelled S-H-M-I-T-A, hallelujah, but that word in Hebrew means jubilee, praise God. He said, I feel in my spirit to say that we are in the year of jubilee or the year of release, praise God, amen, that everything that was taken from us shall be restored, amen, hallelujah, because this is the year of release, this is the year of jubilee, amen, this is the year that God, amen, is going to give us back, amen, those things that the enemy has tried to steal from us and tried, amen, to keep us, amen, from ever having again. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a year of restoration. Amen. It's a year of jubilee this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you, Brother Mehuren, for that note of 
Amen. Hallelujah. That, that note, praise God, that just cheers me up here. Hallelujah today. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to go ahead and announce that uh, we asked, uh, and I know that the majority or most of this church didn't get to go down to a revival in Macon this weekend. Brother Jason Burris was preaching on the Godhead down there this weekend. My wife and I and Brother Clint and his family and uh, Brother Wayne Barrington and his sister and their children. Amen. Different ones. Got, got, I think we had about eight or ten people, both services, representing our church. And hallelujah. And I know there's a whole lot more people here that could have been or would have been there if you could have been there. Hallelujah. You would have been there, I'm sure, if you could have. Hallelujah. But I felt led to ask Brother Jason to come to our church. Hallelujah. April the 9th, 10th, and 11th of uh, this, you know, this year. Praise God, we ask him to come. It'll be a Friday evening, a Saturday day service, and then a Sunday morning service. Praise God to preach on the Godhead here so we could all glean from, amen, his knowledge and ability to bring it about. Praise God. Now, a lot of us have been in uh, church for a long time. Hallelujah. We researched the Godhead from what we thought was every angle possible. Hallelujah. Amen. But Brother, Jer uh, Brother Burris has, amen, a little different angle on the Godhead. Praise God. And I certainly appreciate Amen. His preaching and teaching to us down there this weekend. Amen. On the Godhead. But he will be with us April. I hope we tried to call around and find out when uh, spring break was for the kids. And we tried to put it on a day after spring break. So if we didn't manage to get it after spring break for your children, because your children are not on the same schedule everybody else's kids, and I'm sorry about that. We just had to set a date. Amen. We called several people, several, uh, you know, different uh, places around Amen, to find out what the uh, school breaks were, and hopefully we got it past all of the school breaks, and if we didn't, we're sorry. But he will be with us Friday night, April the 9th, Saturday uh, the 10th, and then the 11th on Sunday morning. Praise God, we want to. Sister T uh, Tanya wants the air conditioner cut on. She's over there just fanning, just fanning. How is... Hey, we got, hey, who wants the air conditioner turned on? Raise your hand. Somebody turn the air conditioner on back there. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody turn it Amen. Hey, Brother Clint, turn it on. Amen. He'll gladly turn it on. Amen. He'll gladly turn it on. I think they keep it about, I think the, the Kent family keeps the temperature in their house about 64 degrees or 66 degrees. Hallelujah. And then they come to church and burn up when we got it at 68 around here. So I don't know. Amen. I didn't touch the air conditioners this morning, but. Hallelujah. Hopefully, we'll have a little air in here this morning. So, I'm just telling you this so you start making plans, hopefully, to be in these services on April 9th, 10th, and 11th. Amen. Hopefully, we can get together with uh, Sister Clack and others. Amen. Maybe have a meal, have some food that, th that Saturday. Amen. When we come to church and then after church, have a time of fellowship and maybe a meal if we can work all of those uh, things out. Praise God. So, hallelujah. Again, thank you for coming here this morning. We want, at this time, want to dismiss our Sunday school classes to Sunday school. So, teachers, if you got, amen, if you're here and you got your classes ready, praise God, just take them right on back. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's the announcement for the ladies' conference. Amen. Down here in Griffin or close to Griffin, April the 23rd and 24th. We are not having an anniversary service this year. We're going to wait till next year to do that. And that will be our 40th year of pastoring if we live that long and if we see that many days. And if the Lord don't come back between now and then, amen. Hallelujah. If he does, I'd rather go to heaven than do an anniversary service anyway, wouldn't you? Hallelujah. Amen. I'd rather go to heaven than... 
amen, to an anniversary service. Praise God. But that's our plans. Praise God. If you're wondering about that, thank you, Jesus. If you got your Bibles this morning, we're going to turn to the book of James. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Again, I'm not going to question God why. I'm just going to obey God, okay? I'm not going to question why. Praise the Lord. James chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Somebody done stole my glasses. <laughs> That's all right. I'll look at the screen. How about that? Amen. James chapter 1, verse 1 through 8. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad greetings. God bless you. You can be seated. I'm going to read on. Amen. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that she may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Praise God. Quite a, quite a goal, amen, that James has for God's people here. Amen. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not. God's not going to rebuke you if you ask him for some wisdom this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let, uh, amen. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of God, amen, or the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Hallelujah. We're going to go directly to James chapter 3 and verse 4. Praise God. The Bible says in James chapter 3, two, verses, or two chapters later, Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, so large, so big, Amen. We can look out on the oceans and we can see some big, large ships out there today. I've been on some of those large ships. A lot of you have been on some of those large ships. Hallelujah. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, are driven of fierce winds. Yet they are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Praise God. There's one word that connects these two settings of Scripture this morning, and I'm sure that you already know what the word is. Praise God. But the one word that connects these two settings of Scripture, hallelujah, is obviously the word driven. Praise God. I want you to say that word with me this morning, driven, driven. Praise God. I want to preach to you, amen, this morning from this title or this little subject here this morning, Driven, amen, but not controlled. Hallelujah. Say that with me this morning. Driven, amen, but not controlled. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The first setting of Scripture is referring to men, amen, referring to men who waver in their faith. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that those men that waver in their faith, 
hallelujah, are as the, a wave of the sea, amen, driven with the wind and tossed, hallelujah. So men that, amen, are double-minded, men that waver in their faith, hallelujah, are as the waves of the sea, amen, <coughs> that are tossed about with the winds, praise God. That's what James chapter 1 and verse 1 through 8 is telling us. Praise God. The second verse of Scripture is referring to men as ships. Hallelujah. Driven, amen, by fierce winds. Amen. Yet they are turned about. Amen. Or they are controlled. Amen. With a very small helm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So one of these men... Amen, that we are talking about this morning. One of these men are one of these groups of men this morning. They are out of control. Hallelujah. Amen. They are driven. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, amen. With the, with, the, with the waves. Amen. That are driven by the wind. Praise God. Hallelujah. So there's one set of men that are out of control. Amen. While the other one mentioned is safely on a vessel. Amen. With a control mechanism. Somebody say, I got to keep it under control. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that that ship has a small helm. Amen. But by, because it has a small helm, amen, hallelujah, the governor of the ship or the captain of the ship, amen, has control over that vessel. Praise God. Hallelujah. This morning, as Christians, we live in the same world that sinners live in. Somebody say Glory. Amen. We live in the same world that sinners live in. Hallelujah. We have similar, listen to me. Amen. We have similar dreams, similar goals, similar ambitions as they do. But I want you to notice the word similar. We may have similar dreams, similar goals. And similar ambitions as they do. Amen. But the word similar means nearly but not the same. Hallelujah. So that lets me know that our goals and our ambitions and our dreams can be, amen, somewhat, amen, like that of the sinner man. Maybe in the same categories. Maybe in the same areas. Hallelujah. They are similar, but they are not the same. Amen. How many of you are glad this morning that when Christ came in, amen, he made you a different creature. Hallelujah. He made you different from the world, separated from the world, called out from the world. Hallelujah. Amen. The word similar means nearly but not the same. Praise God. So we all have a similar drive in us. Amen. To be successful. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people in the world that don't know God. Amen. They have a drive in them. Amen. An ambition in them to be successful. Praise God. Well, as children of God, we have, amen, somewhat something similar to that. Amen. Inside of us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith, uh, amen, keeps a child of God moving forward. Faith keeps us moving forward. Hallelujah. Amen. But what keeps the faithless moving forward? A lot of times, amen, it's nothing more than greed. 
Hallelujah. Ain't it amazing that greed can be similar to faith? Ain't it amazing, hallelujah, that if you're not careful, uh, amen, you can look at greed and consider it to be faith or look at faith and then consider that to be greed, amen, because, hallelujah, they, amen, both of them keep, amen, different groups of people moving in a certain direction, moving forward, right? Faith, amen, keeps us moving forward, amen, while a lot of times it's greed, amen, that keeps the world pressing on. And moving forward. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 and verse through verse 19 says this. This I say, therefore, and testify. <laughs> they just sang a song about testifying. Amen. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of your mind. Amen. Having uh, the understanding darkened, uh, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Sinners are ignorant. Amen. That they need faith to move them forward. Hallelujah. So all they have to depend on is greed. Amen. Hallelujah. Who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness. To work all uncleanness with greediness. Hallelujah. We're talking about, amen, that other group of people this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. That have, amen, that they are beyond feeling this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. They have given themselves over to lasciviousness. Amen. To work all uncleanness with greediness. Praise God. Hallelujah. The word greed... Amen, is the results of ignorance. I didn't say that. The Word of God said that. So don't get mad at me. Greed is the, amen, greed, hallelujah, is the results of ignorance and blindness of the heart. Hallelujah, blindness of the heart, praise God. Anybody that would try to navigate, amen, the winds and the waves, hallelujah, of the sea with no helm, amen, on their ship has got to be ignorant. Amen, who would get on a ship, amen, and go out in the sea, amen, without some type of a control device over that vessel? Amen, I wouldn't do it, and you wouldn't do it, amen, but every day there are people, amen, that sail on the sea of life, amen, with no control over their vessel. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. No helm on their vessel. Hallelujah. Amen. And let me tell you something. Destruction awaits those people. Greed, amen, is the results of the blindness of the heart. Amen. Greed is defined, amen, like this. Hallelujah. Greed is an excessive desire to have more. It didn't say you couldn't desire to have more. Amen. But greed is an excessive desire to want more. A ravenous, voracious appetite for stuff. A, a ravenous and voracious appetite for stuff. Now, that's not words that I, I use on everyday conversation. I had to look it up, right? So I could try to sound smart to y'all folks. 
But I know what ravenous means, and I know what voracious means. Hallelujah. It's having an uncontrollable appetite, amen, for stuff. Hallelujah. Amen. That's out there in the world. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to listen to me right here. The, the voracious or voracious appetite, amen, moves people past having any feelings for others. I'm not going to question God why I'm preaching this. Hallelujah. But a voracious appetite moves people past having any feelings for others. No feelings for others. Verse 19, the Bible says that they are given over to lasciviousness. Amen. The word lasciviousness means exceeding lustful desires. Now, when I say the word lustful, everybody thinks it's talking about one subject there. Hallelujah. But, you know, you can lust after other things other than men and women. Hallelujah. It doesn't have to be a sexual lustful desire. Hallelujah. Even though that is included in here. Amen. But there's a lot of other things that you can lust for and lust after. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Lasciviousness. Amen. Is an irregular indulgence in animal desires. Animalistic type desires. Praise God. And there again, that could include... Amen. Sexual desires as well. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what it's telling us here, amen, is that greed can turn humans into animals. Hallelujah. Not literally, amen, but greed can turn human beings, uh, amen, people that God has created in His own likeness and in His own image, amen, who created them with sane minds and sane, amen, hearts and feelings. Those people can be changed. Hallelujah, and the animals. Hallelujah, why do you think today that we, amen, a lot of us feel like we live in a dog-eat-dog world? Hallelujah, amen, and that's exactly where our world is now and our society is now. Hallelujah, we live in a dog-eat-dog world, right? Amen, we live in a time when, amen, there's a whole lot of human beings in our world, amen, that don't care who they hurt, they don't care who they destroy, they don't care who they walk over, amen, as long as they can get themselves to the top. They want to get to the top so they can be in control. Oh, Jesus. I, I make up my mind every time I'm not going to say nothing political today. <laughs> hallelujah. But I, if I have not just described, amen, hallelujah, a particular, amen, political party, hallelujah, that will do anything, amen, to get in control. And they have done anything to get in control, hallelujah, and they will continue to do anything that they can to stay in control, amen, hallelujah. So you and I have been witnesses, amen, of what greed is all about, amen, as we've witnessed, amen, the political arena. That's all I'm going to say about that. Amen, hallelujah, amen, but greed will cause men Hallelujah, to destroy other men in their way. Hallelujah, they're not, amen, just satisfied of getting ahead of them. Amen, doing better than them. Amen, they want to destroy them on their way up. Hallelujah, amen, the human way, amen, is live and let live. Amen, the dog-eat-dog way, amen, is destroy everything in your way, getting to the top. 
Hallelujah. Now, in the human way, it's live and let live. Hallelujah. Live and let live, right? They, amen. I think an old hippie song about that. Praise God. Live and let live. Amen. Hallelujah. They sung a lot about that in the 60s and the hippie generation. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, we, we got to have a world that lives in peace and a world that all agrees together. Hallelujah. Well, that didn't happen and it ain't about to happen now. No matter how many times we sing about it. Amen. There's going to be some folks that don't want to come to our party. <laughs> Amen. We preach unity around here. We preach togetherness around here. We preach loving each other around here. We preach caring. Amen. About each other around here. We preach that we are our brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. In the house of God. Right? Hallelujah. Amen. But that mindset, hallelujah, don't reach far outside, amen, of the doors of the church. Praise God. Amen. But even inside of the church, hallelujah, amen, we have to understand that we may not agree on everything. But if you don't agree with me, that don't mean I'm going to turn around and destroy you. Huh? Hallelujah. And if I don't agree with you, then that don't mean that you got to right, turn around and try to destroy me, right? Hallelujah. Amen. We all, amen, are struggling to get everything right with God before he comes. Hallelujah. My purpose in being in church this morning, amen, is to get right anything that might not be right. Hallelujah. Between me and God. Hallelujah. Amen. That don't make any sense to coexist, amen, in a world with people that don't agree with you. That don't make any sense to those that are blinded by greed. Don't make any sense to them. Why coexist with them? Why not just destroy them, right? Hallelujah. Greed is a mysterious thing, amen, in that it does not always work the same way on different people. Hallelujah. In some, greed... Amen, makes him work night after night after night, day after day, day and night sometimes. Hallelujah, just to get ahead of somebody or just to, amen, not, not just to survive, amen, but to get ahead of somebody, praise God, hallelujah. Amen, so that they can have more and more and more and more. Well, we all like to have more and more, right? But our desires cannot be excessive desires. Hallelujah. Amen. In others, it don't work the same way. See, some people, greed will drive them to work in two or three jobs, hallelujah, just so they can be on top, right? Hallelujah. But greed works in other ways. Proverbs 21 and verse 25 and verse 26, hallelujah. The Bible says, the desire of the slothful killeth him. For his hands refused to labor but it's the next verse of scripture that got my attention here hallelujah the man that refuses to work amen the man that refuses to labor the person that refuses amen to go out and get them a job hallelujah amen can be greedy as well the bible says he coveteth greedily all the day long so the man that don't work Amen. He spends all day and all night coveting what somebody else can have, what somebody else works for, 
what somebody else, amen, with earns, amen, by the sweat of their brow. Praise God. Hallelujah. While they get up, set a, an alarm clock, get up at a certain time in the morning, amen, pull their self out of bed even when, they don't, when they're sick a lot of times and go to work, amen, and stay on that job and do their job even though they're sick at times. There may be somebody in their neighborhood, amen, that refuses to get up, amen, that refuses to go to work, amen, that spends all of their time every day coveting what that working man has. The Bible says, he, the slothful who won't work, he coveteth greedily all the day long. Amen. You know what it does? It actually kills him to see somebody else successful. So he spends all day, amen, doing exactly what the commandment said not to do in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 17. Let's read it. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the Ten Commandments. Praise God. The Bible says all the way back there in Exodus, amen, when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, hallelujah, to help control and rule, amen, and direct his people, this was the commandment. Praise God. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's, or anything that belongs to thy neighbor. If your neighbor owns something, that don't belong to you. <laughs> Amen. You didn't work for it. You didn't slave for it. You didn't pay for it. That belonged to him, right? Hallelujah, but it's sad to say that greed works through covetousness. Amen, covetousness, covetousness, I'm sorry, and greed are twin brothers. That's right, that's absolutely right, praise God, it bears it out in the Word of God, it don't say it in those particular words, amen, but covetousness and greed are twin brothers, praise God, they look almost the same. Amen. They dress almost the same. Amen. They act almost just alike. Hallelujah. They, amen. They look alike. They dress alike. They act alike. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So closely sometimes, it's hard to dissect what's going on in somebody. Is it greed or is it covetousness? Amen. Greed will make some want, amen, what don't belong to them. Amen. To the point that their greed becomes outright evil and ungodly. Praise God. That's right. That's why right now in America, there are people that are murdered in broad daylight in major cities in this United States. Amen. In broad daylight. Amen. You can be walking down a sidewalk in a city in America, hallelujah, and someone can come up and murder you simply because you're talking on a cell phone, amen, and they're not happy with you having a cell phone, being able to talk on a cell phone, amen, so they want your cell phone, and it eats at them as they follow, it, follow behind you on the sidewalk to the point, amen, that they take matters in their own hand, amen, and they're murdering people, amen, on the streets of our cities, hallelujah, simply to get someone else's cell phone. Amen. Or someone else's pair of shoes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you know, uh, a pack of cigarettes. 
They'll kill you over a pack of cigarettes. To covet means to be, to have, covet, to covet means to have a deep-seated envy and jealousy over what belongs to others. A synonym of covet, covet, is greed. Look it up in your dictionary. A synonym or a word like covet is greed. Twin brothers. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 9 says this. Woe unto him that coveteth an evil covetousness to his house, that he may set his nest on high, amen, that he may be delivered from the power of evil. <laughs> Some folks are trying to build a kingdom for themselves. Amen. They're trying to get so high and trying to build a kingdom for themselves. Amen. They think that they can get so high and mighty, amen, that they can never fall. Nobody can ever touch them. We got multi-billionaires, hallelujah, in the world today. Amen. Used to, hallelujah, there's very few millionaires in America. Amen. Now there's many millionaires and, amen, growing numbers of billionaires, hallelujah, in America today. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I wouldn't take anything away from any of them, praise God, if they earned it, amen, hallelujah, in a legal way. Amen. But a lot of those millionaires and billionaires, praise God, are stepping over folks. Hallelujah. Crushing folks, destroying folks. Amen. To get to the top. Hallelujah. Amen. Because they think there's a place up there so high. Amen. That they can never be touched by evil. That they can never be touched by anything or anybody. Praise God. What a surprise is waiting on them. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 through 7 says this. I know this is a lot of reading, but I'm going to read it anyway. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and has, hath given himself to us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication, somebody say that's bad. All uncleanliness, I say that's bad. Or covetousness, the subject we're talking about this morning. Let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. Neither filthiness nor filthy or foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather the giving of thanks. For this you know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. <clears throat> Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things, amen, because of these things, all of these things that were just listed, amen, the wrath of God, amen, cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be, be not ye therefore partakers with them, praise God. A covetous, greedy man or a covetous, greedy woman is an idolater. The Bible says it, not me. And idolaters have an inheritance. Amen. Idolaters don't have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Since we have similar desires to be successful as the sinner man does, remember the word similar means not the same. How do we not be partakers with them? You know, we're fixing to get into the meat of what I wanted to say today. 
If we have similar desires, we got to understand that our desires are not the same as theirs. Hallelujah. Faith is motivating us. Greed, a covetousness is motivating a lot of them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, this morning, how do we not be partakers with them? Remember what Proverbs 21 and verse 26 says? The latter part of that verse of Scripture, I don't even know if I read it before. I think I stopped with, He coveteth the lazy man that wouldn't go to work. <laughs> he coveteth it greedily all the day long. Hallelujah. But he didn't stop. And the alternative to that is this. But the righteous giveth and spareth not. I know you're trying to process this. The righteous giveth and spareth not. Hallelujah. When God brought the children of Israel, amen, out of Egypt into the promised land, he gave the land, he gave them land that, that they did not own. They didn't, they didn't work for it. They didn't pay for it, right? Amen. He gave to them a promised land, a land that they didn't have to pay for. He gave them cities that they did not have to build. He gave them vineyards, amen, that they did not have to plant, praise God. And he gave it all to them. And all that he asked for in return was one-tenth of their income. Oh, yeah. All he asked for in return was one-tenth of their income. He asked for that one-tenth, amen, so that he, they would have support, amen, for the Levitical priesthood, amen, so that the, the Levitical priest could concentrate, amen, and focus their attention on the things of God, amen, to fulfill his types and shadows, uh, amen, for the church today, hallelujah. Amen. The Levitical priesthood. Amen. They were not allowed to own land. They were not allowed to own and possess land. They had to live in cities that were given to them by the congregation. Amen. They were supported by the congregation. Their food was brought to them. Amen. As a part of the giving of. Amen. The nation of Israel. Praise God. Everything they had. Everything they ate. Everything they wore was given to them by the children of Israel. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And all of that was types and shadows of a, of a better day to come in the future. Praise God. Hallelujah. The righteous that were in, uh, amen, the congregation, the righteous gave without hesitation. Seeing all that God had blessed them with, Seeing all that God had given them and seeing the little portion that God required back from them, amen, hallelujah, they didn't hesitate, hallelujah, amen, they didn't hesitate, hallelujah, God gave them 90%, they had to give back 10%, right? Oh, yeah, hallelujah, the righteous gave without hesitation, seeing all that God had blessed them with. Amen. And seeing all of the connections, uh, amen, with them being able to give back to God, that that, was, that would connect them, amen, for future blessings. 
continued blessings. Hallelujah. Through their giving to, amen, the kingdom of God. Praise God. They thought, what's 10% of my income? Amen. Compared to all that I have in God. Amen. What's a, what, amen. What's a 5%? Amen. Temple offering to help for the upkeep of the temple. Praise God. What's all of that? Hallelujah. Amen. The righteous gave because they didn't want to be driven by the waves of greediness. The righteous gave because they did not want to be driven by waves of greediness. Oh, yeah. I know I took a turn there you wouldn't expect it. And I don't know why God's got me preaching on this. One man chooses to keep all that he's got. One man chooses to keep all that he's got. Amen. And on top of keeping all that he got, he turns around and covets what others have, have got. Hallelujah. Amen. He's trying to build his own kingdom. He's trying to build up... Amen. Hallelujah. Trying to get ahead of somebody. Amen. So as he keeps all that, amen, he has. Hallelujah. He turns around and covets what others may have. Praise God. Hallelujah. The righteous find a way to give. You don't really realize how I'm trying to help you this morning. You don't really realize, amen, hallelujah, how important what I'm preaching to you right now is. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. If you don't ever learn to give, amen, you may not, amen, make it to the kingdom of heaven one day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Giving, giving, is a balance to greed. It giving is a counterbalance to greed. Hallelujah. We're all going to be weighed in the balances. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we are weighed in the balances, you certainly don't want to be found wanting. Hallelujah. You don't need, amen. You're not wanting greed to be way up here and you're giving to be way down here. I'm telling you that for a reason. We're going to all be weighed in the balances. Hallelujah. So I want my giving to be up here and my greed to be way down here. Amen. I want my greed to be totally, amen, not there. Hallelujah. I want to totally conquer, amen, greed in my life. So giving is a balance against greed. Now, I know I don't, I don't like to say anything about us or me, but my wife got in church about six or eight months before I did. And I remember her coming home from church one day, hallelujah, coming in there, sitting down at the dinner table or the kitchen table with me, amen. And I remember her coming in the house, amen, sitting down, looking at me in the eye. Hallelujah. And asking me if I would be willing to let her pay tithes at her daddy's church where she was attending. She, she got in church at her daddy's church. 1224 Constitution Road, Atlanta, Georgia. I remember the address, location, where it is. I was in that church for three years. But I was a sinner. She got so stirred up in the house of God, hearing about the blessings of God. She came home. She said, I really wish we could pay tithes. I really wish we could pay tithes and give offerings to the house of God, to the kingdom, to the church. 
Hallelujah. She sat there and explained to me all of the blessings, or a lot of the blessings, not all of them. She didn't understand them all herself. <laughs> she ain't been in church for six months. She started explaining to me, a sinner, a sinner. Hallelujah. The blessings of God that would come on, uh, on us if we paid our tithes and gave our offerings. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, uh, amen. And after she uh, got through explaining, amen, all of the, all of the blessings that, that we would gain, amen, by giving. Hallelujah. See, there's something about giving that brings you gain. Amen. And, 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 and when she got through explaining it all, I said, let's do it, baby. Hallelujah. Let's pay tithes. Praise God. So actually, I started paying tithes before I ever got in church. And then one day soon after I did get in church, I ran across, I ran across a verse of Scripture, amen, where the Holy Ghost just shot through me when I read it. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 7. Amen. And you got to understand, I, I'm now, amen, uh, maybe a year later, I'm a new convert in God. I, I'm a brand new baby in God, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn all this stuff myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I came across 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 7. It says, every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, this is the part that got me excited. For God loveth a cheerful giver. <laughs> oh, my God, when I read that verse of Scripture, I threw up my hands and I said, Thank God. Amen. I've been giving to the church ever since I was a sinner. Amen. I never doubted it. Amen. I never second-guessed it or questioned it. I just started giving. Amen. I gave cheerfully. And then I read one day that God loves a cheerful giver. And I'm telling you, from that day to this day, amen, God has blessed us, amen, for our giving cheerfully unto the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But giving, giving was a way to bring balance to those Old Testament saints. After he told them all about the slothful man, the man that wouldn't work, the man who wouldn't provide for his own family, he sits around and covets his neighbor's stuff. Then it says, the righteous man giveth. Hallelujah. So giving in the Old Testament times was a balance, praise God, for uh, greed in, in the hearts of the children of Israel. The key in the New Testament times is back in James. Chapter 3 and verse 4, if they'll bring that back up for me here. Hallelujah. Behold, here's, it, here, here, here's something we need to hear today. Here's something that's relevant for here today. Hallelujah. We're not, amen. We're, not, we're no longer talking about Old Testament saints giving. Praise God. We're, we're talking about New Testament times, right? Hallelujah. Amen. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, are, are driven by fierce winds. Remember, fierce winds and waves was what was driving the, the greedy and the covetous. There's fierce winds that are roaring against our ships today. They're driven by fierce winds, yet they are turned about by a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Hallelujah. In these scriptures, God draws our attention to ships, great ships, big ships, large ships. 
Ships that are also driven by fierce winds out there on the sea. Hallelujah. Yet, amen, those ships, those large ships, great ships, big ships, they are turned about with a very small helm. Helm. Hallelujah. Now, if you look at ships today, hallelujah, there's a designated place on front of a ship that is called the helm of the ship. Praise God. Hallelujah. But that was not necessarily... Amen. Not completely what the Word of God was talking about because the Greek word for helm of the ship means the rudder. Now we do know, amen, that the rudder, amen, which is back on the back of the ship and in the bottom of the ship or on the bottom of the ship, hallelujah, is directly connected to the helm. And at the helm of the ship, there's a wheel, amen, or in older ships, amen, there was a wheel there. Amen. Hallelujah. That was connected to a rudder back there. Amen. So there is a direct connection between, amen, the helm and the rudder, right? Amen. They had wheels on their ships. They had levers on their ships that they could control the rudder with. Praise God. Hallelujah. But the Greek word here, amen, means rudder. The rudder is connected to the wheel of the lever used in front of the ship. The person with his hands on the wheel has control of the vessel. Did you hear what I just said? Amen. The person with his hands on the wheel has control of the vessel. Amen. Or in other words, the helm, amen, of the ship is for the captain of the ship. Oh, hallelujah. Brother Beerus says, and you'll hear him when he comes, ain't Jesus good? How does he say that, Senator? Ain't the Lord good? That's his... Often said little, ain't the Lord good? Hallelujah. I'm going to add that to my son. Ain't the Lord good? <laughs> now, he said it, and they shouted and danced down there. I said it, and they didn't work. <laughs> they didn't, really. But he said that often. Ain't the Lord good? Hallelujah. Ain't it good, amen, that you and I don't have to worry about being the captain of our ship? Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so grateful and thankful this morning, amen, that somebody else is at the helm of my ship. Amen. Somebody else is in control of my ship. Amen. Hallelujah. Who's the captain of your ship? Come on, man. Something to think about. Who's the captain of your ship? Who's directing your ship? Who's driving your boat? I don't know how to say it to get it across to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Who's driving your boat? Who's the captain of your ship? Hallelujah. Let me say this. Today, amen, understanding what the Word of God says about faith and greed and how similar they are, but how different they are. Amen. I'd rather have my ship driven by God. Amen. To be in it than to be in any ship that was driven by greed. I don't want to be in a ship driven by greed. Amen. Do you hear me this morning? I don't want to be in a ship driven by greed. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful and so thankful, amen, that I pastor a church, amen, that loves to give. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you go above and beyond, amen, in your giving, and I'm so grateful for that. Hallelujah. Pastor a church that has learned how to give, when to give. Hallelujah. Amen. How to listen to God when they're giving. 
Amen. When they've given what they're supposed to give. Hallelujah. It's time to give again. Amen. They've learned how to pray. God, what do you want me to give? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you and I are going to sail through life without being like others who are covetous and greedy, idolaters, amen, who will have a date with destiny, amen, that does not appeal to us. Their date with destiny does not appeal to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Then we'd better make up our minds that the Lord is going to pilot our ships. Hallelujah. But he cannot do that unless the ship has a rudder on it. <laughs> Amen. The rudder is the part of the ship that's never seen. The rudder is the part of the ship that's out of sight. Hallelujah, the rudder's a part of the ship that seems to be a very small part of the ship. Hallelujah, but I'm telling you, that rudder represents the Holy Ghost, amen, that you and I need to have inside of us. It may be small and it may be unseen, hallelujah, amen, it may not be ever seen by anybody else, but thank God for the Holy Ghost, amen, that is inside of us today. The Lord is the captain of my ship, hallelujah, amen, but he captains my ship, amen, through the Holy Ghost that he's placed inside of me. The rudder is the Holy Ghost that will guide us. The rudder is the Holy Ghost that will guide us, amen, in the right directions no matter what fierce winds blow against us. You hear what I just said? Hallelujah. There's some folks in here that's going to do right no matter what's happening. Hallelujah. Amen. There's some folks in here that's one's going to do right no matter what happens. Hallelujah. Amen. Let the wind blow, right? Let the wind blow. Hallelujah. Amen. The more the wind blows, the more I am driven. Amen. To do what God wants me to do. Amen. And obey the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Which is a counterbalance to greediness. Hallelujah. And that is my giving. If my ship and your ship is going to anchor in heaven's port someday, we're going to need the Holy Ghost to get us there. Hallelujah. And we're going to have to learn to let the Holy Ghost have control of our giving. See, I'm not my own anymore. I belong to Jesus. <laughs> Everything that I consider mine really don't belong to me. It belongs to him. Hallelujah, my home belongs to him. My automobile belongs to him. My money belongs to him. It's all his. Hallelujah. I'm just grateful that he lets me keep a lot of it. Well, amen. In the same token that he lets me keep a lot of it, he turns around and asks me for 10%. This weekend, we went to hear Brother Burris preach in Macon, Georgia. Friday night, time came for the offering. Everybody bowed their head to pray over the offering. I bowed my head to pray over the offering. I said, God, what you want me to give? What you want me to give? Hallelujah. That's how we need to do it. God, what you want me to give? See, I already paid my tithes. I already paid my offerings in the house of God here. I was in another church now fixing to get fed the Word of God, fixing to eat a feast, hallelujah, from the Word of God. Hallelujah. And I didn't want to go down there empty-handed. I didn't want to go down there and not give anything. So I said, God, what do you want me to give? Praise God. And he immediately responded back to me with an amount. Now, when he did, 
I was thinking about what was in my billfold. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I knew I didn't have that much money where I keep my folded money. Huh? See, right there is where I keep my folded money. I got $23, $24. That's where I keep my folded money. But you know what? God knew where I keep my folded money, too. He also knew I had a little hidden department where I hide money every once in a while. Hallelujah. Amen. He knew it wasn't in my folded money. He knew it was in that squirreled away part. Huh? We're all, and I know I said this recently, we're all experts at squirreling away money. Men squirrel away money in their billfolds in little secret hiding places so their wife won't see it and find it and know they got it. Because they want a fishing pole or they want a, they want a deer rifle or they want a set of golf clubs or they want something. You know, so they'll take them and stick that way. She won't never know I got it. <laughs> we're pretty good at it, but women are a whole lot better at it than we are, folks. I'm telling you that right now. My wife is a whole lot better at squirreling away money than I am. I got one hiding department. She's got several. And I go through sometimes trying to find them and can't ever find them. I know where she keeps her folded money. But everywhere else, she's got it hid. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God knew I had that. It was hidden out of sight. And God said, give that. Hallelujah. So you know what I did after prayer? I reached for my billfold. I turned away from my wife so she couldn't see what I was getting. <laughs> Amen. I didn't want her to know I had it. But God knew I had it. So I reached into that squirreled up. Amen. Away apartment or place. And I got out what God told me to give, and I gave it I gave it cheerfully, praise God. Hallelujah. As long as we give to the kingdom of God and we give it cheerfully and not grudgingly, hallelujah, amen, we'll keep covetousness and greed out of our heart. Amen, amen, those things that are driving, amen, so many people's ships today. Giving. The righteous find a way to give. The righteous find a way to give. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, hallelujah. I don't want covetousness, nor greed driving me. I want faith in God. I want faith in God to move me in the directions that I need to go. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. God has blessed us over the years. And hallelujah. And I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Hallelujah. We have been able, for quite a while now, we pay more than 10% tithes. We give 10% because that's what God gave us. But we give, amen, there's a lot of times we give 20%. There's a lot of times we give 30%. Hallelujah. Amen of our income. Praise God to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. It ain't always been that way. It ain't always been, amen, to where we could be able to do that. But I'm so grateful, amen, that when I started out, I started giving to God cheerfully, amen, and slowly but surely through the process of time, hallelujah, amen, God has blessed me with far more, amen, that I could ever dreamed I could be blessed with, amen. And you know what? When I look at all those blessings, amen, I don't mind giving back to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I don't want to ever get greed in my heart. I don't want to ever get, amen, covetousness in my heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Every time I hear another one of the church members around here is building a new house or getting a new car or buying a new vehicle. Amen. You know what I do? I rejoice for them. Every time I hear that there's a couple, uh, another couple in the church expecting a new baby. Amen. I, you know, I just rejoice for them. I don't know why we can't learn, amen, to rejoice. Hallelujah with those that rejoice and weep with those that weep. Amen, to join in. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, have mercy. I am driven, but I am not controlled. By the fierce winds that beat against my ship. In fact, I feel like it happens this way. God allows those fierce winds to beat against our ship. Hallelujah. To keep us going in the right direction. Hallelujah. See what the devil thinks he can do, amen, by stirring up all this mess against us. He thinks he's going to destroy us. Hallelujah. He thinks he's going to sink our ship. Amen. But he don't know, amen, that we got a captain of the ship. Amen. That's got the wheel in his hands. Amen. And he knows where we're headed. And he knows how to get us there. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. My ship, amen, has to, amen, withstand the fierce wind. Would y'all lift your hand up this way and say, God bless that preacher's nose. It won't quit running. <laughs> oh, God have mercy, Jesus. Hallelujah. The spout. Amen. Well, I won't. Driven but not controlled. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes the enemy thinks he's driving us in the wrong direction. He's really driving us in the right direction. Because when we do the right thing, even though we're fighting fierce winds, praise God. You know what? Hallelujah. Amen. God's going to make sure that we make it home. Praise God. God's going to make sure that his righteous, hallelujah, they cheerfully give unto him and support him and the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. He's going to make sure that they make it. Give with a cheerful heart. Give cheerfully unto the Lord. We're not about to take up a special offering. We're not, hey man, we're not, you know, we're not, we're, I'm not going to take up, you know, any, I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not preaching all this to take up an offering. I'm preaching all this, amen, so that maybe somebody here can understand, see and know and understand why you are blessed. You're blessed because you are a giver. Hallelujah. And if you're not blessed, maybe you need to examine your giving. Hallelujah. Maybe you need to look back, praise God, and examine, amen, hallelujah. Oh, God. You know, it's tax time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I ain't going to go down that route. Praise God. But I've had people that got their W-2 forms at the end of the year, the 1099s at the end of the year, and they come to me crying. <laughs> I didn't know I made that much money. You know, they were blessed and didn't know it. But I made that much money, and I didn't pay enough tithes. Will you give me time to make up my tithe? God gives anybody time to make up. <laughs> Hallelujah. All you got to do is get turned around. You know, I tell people that get so, you know, there's some people, 
Amen. They get so far behind in their giving that they could never make it up. You know, and I've known pastors in the past that tell folks, you got to go back and make all that mess up. <laughs> you got to go back to the day you stopped paying tithe. You got to go back there and make all that up. Yeah, you got to make it all up. You got to make it all up. I don't preach that. Hallelujah. Amen. If you look way back there and you've gotten way behind on giving your tithes and your offerings to the kingdom of God, and there ain't no way you can make it up, here's what you need to do. You need to look back there and say, God, I'm sorry. I repent, amen, that I quit giving, amen, to the kingdom of God. You know what God will do? God will forgive you. He'll throw that in the sea of forgetfulness, and he'll give you a fresh, brand new start, amen, so you can start all over again to do the right thing. Not giving, not paying our tithes is not a sin, amen, that God won't forgive. He will forgive it. And you need to be thankful you got a pastor that believes that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, God will forgive you if you've gotten way behind. You can't make it up, can't get it right. Oh, God, don't go to hell over it. Don't be lost over it. Amen. But don't forget about it either. Hallelujah. Ask God to forgive you and then just start all over again. Hallelujah. If you're part of this church, you know that I am covering one of the most, uh, one of the subjects that I don't like talking about. I don't like talking about money in church. I don't. Hallelujah. You will very rarely hear me preach about paying tithes and giving offerings. Hallelujah. If you've come here 10 years, you've probably heard me mention it maybe two or three times. Hallelujah. I don't know. Amen. Because I don't say a lot about it. Praise God. But you know what? I want everybody in this house this morning, amen, to anchor down in heaven's port one day. Amen. And I'm telling you, hallelujah, you've got to learn how to give to get there. Amen. God has blessed you. God has poured out his blessings on you. Amen. And he just wants you to give back just a little portion. Hallelujah. Just a little portion. Praise God. I don't know what kind of song you could play or sing this morning, Brother Clint. You can get up here and sing, give it all, give it all, give it all to Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I know some of you got to go out to eat today and all that good stuff, so I'm not going to get him up here to sing, give it all. Give it all, give it all. But you know what I do want to be? I do want to be guilty of giving my portion. And when I can do more than my portion, I want to give that willingly. I want to give that just as cheerfully as I gave what God asked for me. Amen. So God has been good to us. God has been good to my family. God has been good to my wife. He blessed me with, amen, a beautiful woman, a beautiful wife. We've been married 46 years now. Hallelujah. Amen. I can't say that I don't ever get aggravated with her. But I don't ever want to trade her in. Hallelujah. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure she gets aggravated with me more than I do with her. Ain't that right, Sister Morell? You want me to tell them some of the things you get aggravated with me about? No, I won't do it. I won't spill the beans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hallelujah. I want to be a giver. I want you to be a giver. And it's not because I want your money or this church wants your money, but God wants your money. The kingdom of God needs money to survive. The kingdom of God needs money to run and operate. And I know some of you brought visitors here this morning, and I know you're wishing that I would have dealt with something else, but I couldn't, I couldn't deal with anything else because God impress this upon my heart so strong if I could have I would have hallelujah 
Amen. Let's stand together together. Let's stand up this morning together. Let's lift our hands together to God and say, God, I want to bless you this year more than I've ever been able to bless you. Hallelujah. God, I am a tithe payer. God, I am an offering giver. God, but if you would bless me, God, with more. God, if you so choose to bless me with more. God, I don't want more. Amen. Because I have a spirit of greed. God, I don't want more because I am pushed by covetousness. But God, if you so choose to bless me with more this year, God. Hallelujah, God. I will certainly give to the kingdom more. I will certainly give to the ministry more, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, as you pour out your blessings on me, God. Oh, God, do you need a blessing this morning? Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, God, I've been faithful. I've been dedicated. Hallelujah. To supporting the kingdom of God. God, and if you so choose this year, God, to bless me with more. God, I will not fail. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I will not fail to give back to you, God. God, all that you have asked of me, all that you have required of me. God, I give myself to you, Lord. Hallelujah. I give all that I have to you. Oh, God. Hallelujah, God. My family belongs to you. My home, my automobile. God, my money. God, whatever I have, my land, God, it all belongs to you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. You can have whatever portion of it you want today, God. Hallelujah, but I appreciate the fact. Take the fact, God, that you've left me plenty to live on. <laughs> oh, yes, you have, God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. God's wanting to bless us this year. Hallelujah. God is wanting to pour out his blessings on us this year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
If you are a cheerful giver, give God a hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. And if you're making up your mind, you're going to be a cheerful giver. Amen. Make that hand clap. Hallelujah. By faith, be motivated by faith. Be driven by faith. God, I'm intending to make it right, God. I'm intending to do the right thing with my finances and with my money. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. The blessings of God are on us today. But how many more blessings await us? Hallelujah. As we learn how to give to the kingdom of God. Turn around and give somebody a big thumbs up.